Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. I'm Mike Kachopoli. Okay, midweek, here we are, Wednesday, midweek show. What are we going to start talking about? Well, I think the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, we had mentioned this yesterday, and this is obviously, obviously very predictable what happened that the uh, CDC advisory board made up of 15, that's one five, not five zero, one five, numbskulls, uh, uh, decided to put the uh, COVID vaccine on the list of vaccines that children must get, the schedule, the vaccine schedule, they call it. Vaccines they must get to, to uh, you know, to go into school. Measles, mumps, all that stuff, chicken pox, whatever it may be. You remember those little when you were a child, you would get the you would get the uh, card, right? And it would show you know all the all the vaccines you got. I remember I had it when I was a kid, a little card. Who knows where that went? But anyway, that's what they have advised. They have advised. Now this was, of course, we not a surprise. We talked about yesterday how this will it's done for, being done for two reasons. One, obviously, to get more jabs in the arms of kids, meaning more money, more money. In, perpetu- in, in perpetual money with the COVID vaccine for Big Farm, but also it indemnifies them. So it's a, it's a very technical thing. But anyway, what it would do is it would make, you couldn't sue, no one could sue because the COVID vaccine would go from being an emergency thing to being something that's just standard. And then and then the, the, uh, the you, you cannot, from what I understand, you, you can't, there can't be lawsuits. When that happens, it's a transition that makes them basically, basically immune from lawsuits. So basically, they did it for money. The money that will come in, obviously, from the shots going in arms of children. Plus, they can't be sued. Now, interesting, they can't be sued. These these vaccines were not tested long term. They weren't tested long term. These vaccines. So we don't know what it'll do to children, and yet. These kids, so if, if your child has to get this vaccine to go into school, if that child a year later, two years later, maybe 30, 40 years later, if we all of a sudden discover, because these vaccines were not tested long-term trials, that it causes a cancer. Remember thalidomide? It causes something else. It causes whatever it may cause. The vaccine companies are immune. So they're making themselves immune to these long-term lawsuits that may come down the line, short-term and long-term, because the vaccines weren't tested for long-term safety. So, of course, it's incredible. Evil people. These 15 people on the CDC are evil. They're just basically an arm for Big Pharma. They're a PR arm for Big Pharma. They're yes people for Big Pharma. And that's not what the CDC is supposed to be. Now, on top of this, Tucker Carlson does a, a great segment about this. They do a great segment. He does a great segment about how the CDC doing this is now going to force your children to get vaccines. And Tucker Carlson just did a follow-up on that because the liberal news, the fake news media, here, this is, this is ABC News. ABC News says, CDC corrects conservative claim they cannot mandate COVID vaccines in schools. Of course, this is the CDC playing their usual, their usual games, the usual games they played over the last three years that everyone except the left 
owned, the DNC owned fake news media seem to be able to see through, which is that, yes, of course, the CDC cannot force your child directly to get the vaccine. But what will happen as what has happened over the last three years is these states will just follow what the CDC says. We're having we're having Democrat run states followed exactly what the CDC said, especially for vaccines and masking over the last three years. When have they not followed them in lockstep? Plus, we know that many states, I believe Tucker said it was 12, 15 states, whatever it may be, their policy has always been that if the CDC recommends something to put on the schedule, they're going to mandate it, which they have with all these other vaccines that the CDC has put on the schedule, such as measles, mumps, chickenpox. So they're going to do it. So in other words, the CDC knows that these states will do it once they did this. So no, of course, they directly cannot put a needle in the arm of your child, but they know that many states will follow what they say like they have forever. They know that. So the result is the same, that many children will have to get these vaccines now because the CDC is recommending them and the politicians that run those states will just do exactly what the CDC says because that's what they've always done, you see. It's called evidence. It's called facts. It's called history. Past history and recent history, they follow what the CDC says. So they can cut the bullshit that this is some conservative claim. And if you read this ridiculous article written by ABC, ABC, a bunch of crap. I just made that up. I just made that up this minute. How good am I? ABC, a bunch of crap, writes that Carlson has often shared disinformation about the shots. Carlson has often shared disinformation. No, no, no. But like the CDC and Big Pharma, they shared no disinformation about the shots. When they said when Big Pharma, the CDC and every fucking Democratic politician in this country said the shots would get us back to normal because they would end COVID. When the shots had a ninety nine point nine 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 percent efficacy rate of stopping the spread, that wasn't sharing vaccine misinformation. Only Tucker Carlson and the right wing share vaccine misinformation. That's how full of shit a bunch of crap is. An MSDNC. I like to play these fucking games like we're stupid. Well, liberals might be stupid. No, wait, liberals are stupid. But the rest of us are not. So, of course, the CDC doing this will make these va- COVID vaccines mandated in many states across the country, which means millions and millions of children will have to get them if they want to go to public school. That's the bottom line, a bunch of crap. Okay, a bunch of crap. That's the bottom line. And if anyone has shared misinformation about the vaccine, it's Big Pharma, the CDC, and a bunch of crap, and the other fake news media networks. A bunch of crap. I like that. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Now, this is ABC News. This is a bunch of crap news. This is not WABC New York, which I work for. I want to make that straight. You put a W in front of it, it's not a bunch of crap. But without the W, it's a bunch of crap, just to, just to clear that up. Oh, but all of them are the same. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNBC, and they're all the same. They're all fake news. It's all fake news. All of it. All of it is DNC owned. People who vote for Democrats give millions of dollars to Democrats. They run these things. They're the journalists. They're the CEOs. They're the people behind the camera. They run it all. It's all fake news. 
all of it. Like I said, I was in the business, so I know. But we knew this was going to happen. This was like a fait accompli, as they said. It wasn't only a, a uh, it was like a majority vote. It was unanimous. It was 15 to nothing. There wasn't one person at the CTC on this panel of 15 numbskulls, fake doctors, quacks. Not one of them had a heart. Not one of them has a soul. Not one of them has a fucking conscience. 15 sociopaths. This is why I'm starting the defund the CDC campaign. The, liberal, the liberals want to defund the police. I want to defund the CDC. Okay? I say fund the police. All the money we spend on the CDC, fire all those fucking people, get all that money, put it into an account, and give it to the police. The next Republican who wins the White House must defund, dismantle, blow up the CDC. And I don't care if it's literal or figurative. They have to get rid of it. Period. It has to go away because it's evil, evil sociopaths who are big pharma whores who only care about money and power, money and power, money and power. Don't care about you. Don't care about your kids. Don't care about humanity. Don't care about Americans. Only care about their own pocketbooks and the pocketbooks of their wealthy fucking soulless friends. That's what the CDC is now. I can't think of any uh, funny name for CDC. Can't think of any funny pseudonym for CDC. The only thing that comes to mind are very nasty things. So if you're with me, I won't actually say it. I'll actually edit myself for once. Because I can only think of nasty words that come with the letter CDC. But you get what I'm you get what I'm getting at, right? You get what I'm getting at. Defund, dismantle, destroy the CDC. They are full of shit. They don't control any disease. They've never controlled any disease. Certainly in this 21st century, they don't control diseases. All they do is control money and power and influence. Money and power and influence. And I'm glad, I know Daniel and a couple of others, Bill came on yesterday and spoke about how the biggest reason why they're doing this is so they can't be sued. So when these children get diseases when they're adults or even before that, they can't be sued. Now more and more people are writing about that. I put a couple of those articles up, in fact, on my Twitter account today. Doing this literally 20 days before the election is a huge gift to the Republicans. It's a huge gift because there are so many parents out there that are tired of the government getting between them and their children now. It's a really big thing with this election. Okay? And parents don't want adults aren't getting these things anymore. They don't want their kids to get these vaccines. Most parents did not get their children these vaccines. They don't want to be certainly forced to get their children or future children they may have to get this vaccine. Three of fucking vaccines. That you know. That's why you want to protect yourself from being sued. If you knew your product was great, if your product was great, who would sue you, right? If your product was magic, if your product made me so healthy and I can never get COVID, why would I sue you? If your product could do me no harm and only makes me COVID-free for my whole fucking life, why would I sue you? They know they're going to be sued because their product is horse shit. They know it's fucking shit. They know it. That's why they're doing this.
And if I can pull up, uh, if I can pull up some of these articles written about this, I will, as I go through my Twitter feed. But the bottom line also, as I put in the heading of this show, is that the CDC doing this literally 20 days before the election is a huge gift to the Republicans. It's a huge gift because there are so many parents out there that are tired of the government getting between them and their children now. It's a really big thing with this election. Okay? And parents don't want... Adults aren't getting these things anymore. They don't want their kids to get these vaccines. Most parents did not get their children these vaccines. They don't want to be certainly forced to get their children or future children they may have to get this vaccine. Will Republicans take advantage of this gift? That's the question, because I have not seen enough in this campaign of Republicans using just the whole COVID issue in general. Yeah, they talked about the economy. They talked about gas prices and people struggling. But why? What led to that? They're not talking about it as though, well, first of all, because the people who aren't talking about it, unlike people like Rand Paul, many of them aren't talking about it because they don't have the balls to talk about it because they think for some reason, if they talk about this, they're like, uh, you know, they're like a, a conspiracy theorist or they love COVID or they, they're cheering on COVID. Some stupid shit that makes absolutely no sense. They should have been talking about this all along. That's why I have no faith that in the last 20 days, Republicans are going to take this football that was actually handed to them. Basically, we can't say in the end, what's closest to the end zone, like right on the half yard line, the one foot line. It was handed to them on the one foot line. I have no confidence that they're going to take it into the end zone. All you need is a little quarterback sneak and you're in. But I don't have faith. I just don't have faith they're going to do it because up to this point, they have not used the COVID issue, which is a huge gift to them. Now, my hope is what I'm seeing, and I'll read some of those in a second. I'm seeing like Kerry Lake, who's running in uh, Arizona, saying that this will never happen. These things will never be mandated if she wins. I'm seeing. So, you know what? I should. I'm actually I should slap myself in the face. Yeah, I just slapped myself in the face. There are some Republicans who are using this, and they did it immediately, like like Lake in Arizona, like like Lee Zeldin in New York, who's running for governor against Kathy Hochul, said when he's governor, he will make sure these are never mandated. So, okay, some are, some are, but everyone should. Everyone running for governor, everyone running for Senate, everyone running for House, everyone running for their state legislature as a Republican should be using this, should be using this. Boy, if you're a couple of points behind, couple of points ahead, you got to use this. This is a gift. This is free votes. Free votes. And so my other question is, of course, is, hey, where are, where are all the progressives protesting the huge profits that Big Pharma is going to make and the immunity from being sued after the CDC forced the, your children to get the experimental vaccine they don't need? Where's, where's Bernie Sanders? Where's, uh, where's Nina Turner? Where's uh, AOC? Where are all these people? Well, they're nowhere to be found because, as we have seen over the last three years, they are fakes, they're phonies, and they're frauds. Grifters and frauds. 
You would think they'd be the – you think Bernie Sanders would be the first person to say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Bernie likes to say that, doesn't he? Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Well, Bernie, enough, I guess enough isn't enough with the CDC now, with Big Pharma, with these vaccines, with the money they're making, with immunity from lawsuits. What, progressives believe that now? Progressives believe that big, huge, multi-billion dollar corporations should make huge profits and not be allowed to be sued. Is that what the progressive movement is about, Bernie? Is that what it's about, Bernie? You fucking phony. And those of you who know my history with Bernie Sanders know why I'm so fucking mad. You know why I'm mad. They're nowhere to be found. As Wes, as, a, as someone on my Twitter feed said, a guy named Wes King, he said, Bernie has failed and failed to a fraudulent degree. Really sad. All the opportunity held in 2016 has completely evaporated. Anyone not aligned with this assessment is being intellectually dishonest. And he's absolutely right. You are intellectually dishonest if you believe in anything the progressive movement has to say. That they haven't been totally fraudulent over the last three years. MIA. MIA is what the progressive movement and Bernie Sanders and those people have been over the past three years. Missing in action, on purpose, of course. Missing in action on purpose. How easy it would be now. What a, what a, I tell you, what a fucking phony this guy is. How easy would it be now to come out and say, well, you know, I, I've been, I've been uh, on the side of vaccines and blah, 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 but now, we're, now this is going too far. You could easily say this is a bridge too far. He won't even do that. To show what lack of courage he has. Disgusting. It really is absolutely disgusting. But yes, this is what they've done. They've done this, um, as Ian Miller said, the fact that the CDC is trying to add COVID vaccines to a routine vaccination program is one of the least scientifically justifiable decisions the CDC has made over the past two and a half years. And boy, that's a remarkably high bar to clear. Eli Klein, if the CDC votes to put, they did, this is before they did, MNRA shots of babies and toddlers on the recommended immunization schedule, it result in numerous mandates requiring the shots that 97% of parents decide against is beyond words. Watching the Biden administration's public health incompetence is nuts. And Eli Klein has been a Democrat his whole life, a Democrat, a gallery owner, an artist in New York City, so ABC, so ABC News, right? A bunch of crap news. Is he the conservative right winger who's sharing COVID vaccine misinformation? Is he the Trumper, the Tucker Carlsonite, who's who's uh, promoting this this false idea that oh my God, the CDC recommends something and states are going to follow? What a what a conservative conspiracy theory! Where would we get that from? Where in the world? Would we get that from that if the CDC recommends something, we think a lot of states are going to do it? I don't know. Are these people fucking serious? Are they serious? I know I'm asking rhetorical questions, but I'm in the mood tonight to ask rhetorical questions. Oh, my God. Dr. Simone Gold, another one. Despite thousands of reported adverse events and debilitating reactions like myocarditis, the CDC panel unanimously voted to add COVID-19 only shots to recommend the child. Yes. The final vote 
took place. 15 nothing. 15 nothing. Well, you know what? This is not going to make them immune from. They could, they could, they could try to protect their their lame asses all they want, but this is not going to protect them from Republicans holding hearings starting on January 3rd. This is not going to protect them from that. They're two and a half months away from that, of having to answer, having to answer for their lies. This vote's not going to protect them from the House and the Senate, putting their asses on the hot seat in front of millions of people watching. Sorry, too bad, so sad. Not going to help you there, baby. And all 15 of those scumbags need to be called up to D.C. Every one of those 15 scumbags that did that today at the CDC need to be called in front of these committees in January. Yeah. When is Kathy Hochul going to give us a statement saying she will not add them to New York schedule? If she won't do it, then Lee Zeldin, this should be the only thing you talk about over the next two weeks. But give Lee credit. He came out right away, right away. Like Carrie Lake came out right away. Right away. And said she would never mandate this stuff, ever. Ever. These people are just absolutely, absolutely incredible. They really are. But they've been able to get away with so much. So much. Here, this is, let me cue this up. This is, this is another, here, let's listen to another crazy Trumper, a crazy conservative, Marty, Marty McCarry of Johns Hopkins University talking on calls, uh, Tucker, about these mandates and what the CDC has now done to your children. So here's an amazing story that's been effectively buried. This week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Now, the problem is there is no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. And in fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting. It's going to be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCary is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even do clinical trials? Right now, we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study. We're going to give you the top line of the press release. 
We're going to call the White House, and the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. Dr. Ja, who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House, has said he has seen the data but it's not public information. What are they hiding? Why can't we see this information? Instead, we're basically seeing this intense paternalism to really just do what we say and stop asking questions. And the CDC's committee that's voting, I mean, that is essentially a kangaroo court. You have to be an official card-carrying vaccine fanatic to be on that committee. If you're not, then basically they're not going to accept people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Right. So basically what what Marty McCary is saying is these people have this belief that all vaccines are the same. All vaccines are created equal. That you've got a vaccine for measles that's that's required. You've got a vaccine for mumps. You've got a vaccine for chickenpox that's recommended. So why not recommend this one? Well, it doesn't work. That's why if Micah Chopley invented a vaccine in my kitchen tomorrow, are they going to put it on the fucking list because Micah Chopley calls it a vaccine? Hey, it's the Chopley vaccine. It works. Take it. It's good for you. These people are such idiots. Not every vaccine is the same. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And then the schmuck, this other schmuck at the White House, says, oh, we have data that shows how you have data. They've been saying this for three years, that we have this secret data that can't go public. Only I can, only myself and Biden can see it. You can't see it because it doesn't exist. That's why we can't see it. You can't see something that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. They've said this for three years. Hey, we got the data. We got the data. And they never show it because it doesn't exist. That's why. It's more fake news and lies coming out of this White House that has lied more than any other White House in the history of this country combined. That's where we are. If you want to call in and talk about this, that's fine. It's very, very annoying. It really is. But like I said, the, the whole object of this is that this is a huge gift for the Republican Party. It's a huge gift for the Republican Party. It's a huge gift if you're in any purple state. Forget about California. Californians, forget it. They're long gone. But if you're in any state where you have a chance, and you know 20 days out whether you have a chance to beat a Democrat or not, if you have any chance at all, you have to use this. That's why Lee Zeldin is smart enough. He's got a shot. He's within striking distance. He's going to use it. Good for him. Kerry Lake could be winning. Use it. Everyone who has a shot should use it. Okay? Everyone who has a shot should use this. Because parents are sick and tired of this shit. The president himself, like this matters, the guys in La La Land, ice cream land, said a month ago, the pandemic's over. So why do this a month after the president of the United States says the pandemic is over? All right, there's more news. I talked about this for a half hour. But there's more news. There's more news. Um, 
I wanted to talk yesterday. I had mentioned, I had teased that um, I was going to talk about Nancy Pelosi, another brain surgeon, another Rhodes scholar, saying that abortion is more important of an issue than, than your income, than the economy, than gas prices, than inflation, all this, you know. And of course, what she really meant is the Republicans want to make it, the Democrats, sorry, want to make it the biggest issue. The Democrats want to make abortion a bigger issue than all these other things like the economy and, of course, crime. And as I said, if you are in any city, but especially a city run by Democrats, and you vote for Democrats after what has happened to cities like San Francisco, the crime in cities like this one, like San Francisco and New York and Chicago, where they're getting 10, 15, 20 killings every weekend, we hear about this. It's a a weekend event in Chicago where people are shot and killed. Most of them 16, 17, 18 years old, many of them. If you're voting for Democrats, if you're still voting for, you're in these cities and you're afraid of your life, you're afraid to go out, you're afraid to go out at night, you close your business at nine when it gets dark. If you're voting for Democrats, you get what you deserve. If your store is robbed, you deserve it. Okay, if someone you know is hurt or killed, I'm sorry, you deserve it. You should not be voting for Democrats now. If you were such a cult mentality, that you, you, your life is at stake. What good is the economy if you have no life? What good is climate change if you have no life? You Pro-choice or not, who cares if you have no life? You're not going to have any kids. That's why I think crime is actually the number one issue. Your life, being safe, living in a civilized country is the most important issue. And if you vote for Democrats now, you deserve what you get I don't want to hear crying. I don't want to hear anything from you. Of course, Nancy Pelosi is full of shit. We all know that crime and the economy are more important issues than fucking abortion. We know that. Because everyone worries about crime. Everyone worries about the economy. Abortion is a 50-50 issue anyway. We'll never agree on that. But everyone agrees that you should live in a society where you can go out at night. We don't have to worry about being raped or looted or killed. We all can agree that we should have a civilization where people have to follow the rules and have self-respect and respect other people's lives. So, of course, this is the most important issue. I'll get to you in one second, Daniel. Um, This leads me into uh, a couple of things. Well, first, London Breed. She, She had the nerve. London Breed, the mayor of my deteriorating city, rapidly deteriorating city, has the nerve to slam CEO Elon Musk for taking his headquarters from California to Texas. She also called out Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff over his remote work policy. You know, this is the, the, this is the fucking dumbest woman in the world. She is an affirmative action hire by the people. In other words, identity politics. That's why she has a job. Okay? You want to win, win in San Francisco? Be a black woman. Get every, you get everything you want. That's the only reason why she has this job. She has the intellect of like a seven-year-old girl. No offense to any seven-year-old girls who may listen to this podcast. She is the reason why they're leaving. Well, let's take Mark Benioff first. His remote, there'd be no remote work policies if not for their COVID policies that had people at home for two fucking years. 
That's what started this work at home. We weren't talking about this in February of 2020. Work at home wasn't this huge thing. It was something people maybe had done on Fridays, right? Maybe on Fridays they'd work from home. But because of her sucking up to Newsom, the hair gel king, on her knees for every fucking thing he said, the economy was destroyed. Everyone started working from home. And that's why we have this policy. So you really can't blame Mark Benioff now. It's something she put into motion. She made this the new normal. Remember the new normal? She made this the new normal for three years. So what does she want now? She should slam herself face first into the ground for all I care. And to go after to go after Musk for leaving? Why would he want to stay here? Why would he want to stay in California? And I hope when he finally purchases Twitter, whatever the fuck that may be, he leaves San Francisco, takes it right out of San Francisco. The first day, I'll help, I'll help him pack. Why would they want to stay here when Gavin Newsom and, and London Breed and all the Democrats that run this Fakakta state killed the economy with their COVID mandates? And then she blames them, not herself, once again. These are the, pol- the Democratic politicians blaming others and say their own failed policies. Their own failed policies for the last three years. She can go suck an egg. Let me get to Daniel, then I'll talk about um, something else, too, which is John Fetterman's lunatic wife. They're all nuts. Daniel, what's up? Hey, Mike. Um you're in a good mood. <laughs> I'm actually in a great. I'm not, I'm not in a not in the greatest mood, but you know. Yeah, uh, it, it was the uh, crappy day for freedom. Um, it's a crappy day for our children. Um, it's um, it's this is this has been amazing me all along that um, Republicans haven't been making a bigger issue of COVID um, and COVID policy. But let me try to. Uh, entertain reasons why I think that is the case. Um, I think there's three three reasons that put together kind of explain possibly what they're doing here politically. Um, one is that they know that most of America understands that Democrats are to blame for these policies. So they really don't need to stress it that much. Number two, they know that most people in this country understand that um, our inflation, which is the you know number one concern, was a direct result of these policies and giving away money. Uh, you know, uh, and num- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, fin- finish. Go ahead. It's okay. Finish. Okay. Um, and let's see. Number three. What was number three? Now, 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 now I'm forgetting number three. Um, Oh, they, they don't want to. And number three is that if they start attacking Democrats and make this a political issue, the Democrats are just going to fall back and say, oh, we're just following the CDC. And they don't want to um, make this a debate between Republicans and CDC, especially when they have these other two things on their side already. The other two points that I've made. I think that there are things they call October surprises, right? And I think that this is a, you can call it an October surprise. They didn't have to do this. They could have waited another 21 days. Why they did it now, I, I don't know. But um, I think that when, when, when a race is close, 
one issue, one big issue can can change things. And I think this is a huge issue. I think oh, I, once I, again, I, t- I totally yeah, agree. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But I think that you're smart enough. We've talked about this in the past. You're smart enough and I'm smart enough and, and Bill is listening and smart enough. And most of the people who listen to this podcast are smart enough to connect the dots. But most Americans can't connect the dots, man. Most Americans need the dots connected for them on every issue. On Look, Daniel, most Americans need the dots connected that all these economic problems we're going through now because of COVID policies. Many Americans think it's because of COVID. You and I know that, right? So people, if I was running for office, I would have to, I would connect the dots to the Democrat I'm running against and the policies that person did or supported as being the reason why. Not the Democrats want the public to blame COVID because no one's to blame for COVID. You see, that's what they want. They want the public. Oh, well, there's a virus. What can you do? When you and I know that's not the case, as Bill Maher said, it's how COVID was handled. It wasn't written in stone how it had to be handled. The way the Democrats like Newsom handled it was not written in stone. They made it up. They made it up. So that those dots have to be connected. The people, most people, Daniel, I'm sorry, in this country, you should know this, don't know this. The dots have to be connected. Well, Mike, um, I think the dots are connected in most voters' minds. And certainly there are people out there that are stupider than shit. But in most people's mind, including Democrats, I think the dots are already connected. Whether they're going to admit to it or not is a totally different story. Of course, they're not going to admit to the fact that their policies fucked so many people's lives up. That's just not going to happen. But most voters do understand, I think, that uh, that they, they understand that these policies directly caused inflation and, and hurt everybody in so many, 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 many ways. But um, but I, 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 I don't think that they really need that much more explaining. I think th- I think they, they understood this long ago. And this is why the Republicans aren't making this a, a open uh, open warfare sort of uh, fight with respect to COVID. But I totally agree with you. This issue that has come up today with respect to CDC approving these shitty vaccines for for children and uh, the repercussions for the pharma industry, this is a issue, a separate issue, because it depends on because it has to do with children. That is very much different from all the rest of the issues um, and the politics of these issues up until now. And I, I totally agree with you. And I totally agree with um Lake moves um, from a political move and, a, and a, from a political move perspective and a moral perspective that Lake coming out and saying that she would never, ever mandate the, or, or allow such mandates in schools to happen in her state is exactly the winning moral strategy and winning political strategy both. And when you can win in morals and politics in one fell swoop, you go for it. I totally agree when it comes to this issue. This is a this is. There's been way too many bridges too far, but this one, this one should resonate with a lot of people politically. Well, yeah, and of course, the the the, the media like ABC being so disingenuous and saying, "Oh, come on, no, no, it's a, it's false to say this is going to mandate vaccines. It's false. It's false." I mean, come on, can you be how how shallow and superficial can you be? I mean, we know that all these states have followed the CDC every step of the way for the last three years. And we know that many states, it's in their policy. It's written in the policies of, of several states that they will put the vaccines on the schedule. Anything the CDC recommends goes on that schedule. That's where they get it from. 
They don't just make it up. So it's so disingenuous for the media, the left wing media to say, oh, no, no, this doesn't really this doesn't mean your child is going to be mandated to get vaccines. You're making this up. I mean, come on. Are they uh, how, how often do they have to lie before? PC? this is what I mean. If people were smart and they could connect the dots, would the media still get away with this shit now? Well, it, it doesn't mean that people that children are, are necessarily going to get mandated. And I think that um, uh, um, there's a very, 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 very strong possibility, as we talked about last night, that it's never going to happen, that there's going to be a lot of challenges to this, both both legal and um, scientific. No, no, but that's but that's that's after the fact. What I'm saying is many states will put this as the policy. Then it will have to be fought. I understand yes. that. Yeah. And I've mentioned to you many times that these things will win in court if they're taken to court. If they're taken to court. But that's we've talked about this before, Daniel. So maybe they'll have to maybe kids will be forced to do this for the next two years or four years. Then it'll end. But they're going to try to get away with it for as long as they can. So because it's bottom line, because of this decision, there will be parents who are going to be forced to get their kids this vaccine that normally would not have gotten it. I don't know what the number will be. I don't know if the number is going to be 85,000 kids, 200,000 kids, 8 million kids. I don't know. But there will be kids out there who will now get this when, if this did not happen, their parents would not have given them the vaccine. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm not convinced that that's going to happen uh, yet. But in blue states, yeah, there's a big possible threat that that could happen. In red states, it's probably got no chance in hell. Oh, no, in most, but not all red states. Because I was watching Tucker Carlson in Tennessee. Tennessee, very red, extremely red state, has this policy that they, now, once again, for this, because it's COVID and it's a red state, they may not do it. They may make an exception. But to this point, Tennessee's policy is any vaccine the CDC recommends for children, they put on the schedule. Yes, that, that's 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 a general policy, but we're not dealing we're not dealing with that world anymore, and 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 that's why I'm saying red states aren't going to do this. Blue states may. It depends on how crazy they are, and it depends in part no, about. We happens. know how crazy <laughs> a few of them are. We know that. We, it's, it's, well, no, no, I said it just depends on how crazy they are. We know they're crazy. We know they're batshit crazy. We know they're immoral, unethical fucks. But uh, Daniel, this, this California, New York, followed, wait a minute, California, New York, Cuomo slash Hochul and Newsom have followed everything the CDC has said over the last three years. That is 60 million people. A lot of kids. Just those yeah. two states. And, and whether and whether they do it or not could possibly depend on what happens in November. Mm. Well, not really, because, well, New York, maybe if Lee Zeldin wins. But California's fucked. Gavin Newsom's the governor here. And Gavin Newsom knows that he can do this because many people in this state, who knows the exact number, possibly the majority in this state, agree with this stuff. So he can do it. There's, there's a lot of parents in, in this state, both that are Democrats, that think that this is a bridge way, way, way too far. I wish those people would come out. I don't see them. You, well, they they will be. And, and, and unfortunate, unfortunately, I mean, this has been... This has been such a remarkable almost three years now um, with respect to um, the manipulation of of human psychology. This is we're seeing something that as um, uh, Aaron Carriardi the other night said when when we we, uh, saw that talk and um, I was able to ask him some questions about digital technologies role in this. 
And and he and and the reason I ask this is because um, the, the the landscape of, of of human communication has changed radically over the last ten years. And and he and he flat out said, "Yeah, if this happened five or six years ago, if it was around five or six years ago, it wouldn't have gotten this far out of hand. It wouldn't have become th- this hysteria." And, and I think we're dealing with a very very we we have an underlying psychology um, in in this world, not just our country, that we don't understand well at this point, and it's and it's messing with all our heads individually. It's messing with our politics. It's messing with our science. It is it, it in really profound ways. And I don't. And I think people are trying to analyze so much of what is going on right now from a from a year two thousand perspective. I, I think that's a huge mistake. I think they need to start taking into account, and, and everybody's thinking about this, uh, that this strange landscape that we're in right now, that very that we have very little, we have a poor understanding of what it is doing to us as a society, that it, it, is, it is just shaping us in ways that we can't control well, and it's, it's causing all kinds of chaos. And it's causing chaos in our economic systems, in our political systems, et cetera. So th- it, this, this makes behavior in general really hard to predict. We could have, if, if this happened in the 1980s and, and the government was trying to force some, a piece of shit like this vaccine on us, it would have gotten smacked down, masked, it, it, the lockdown, all of it would have gotten smacked down three years ago. Right. Something is afoot. It, and 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 it has a lot to do with digital technology, and that's. I mean, I can't be any more clear about this, but it is disrupting our world. Yeah, you live in San Francisco. Talk about digital technology. Do you do you do you blame it all, Elon Musk? Do you blame it all, Tesla, for leaving California? Would you blame Elon Musk if he took Twitter out of San Francisco? Can you blame Mark Benioff? For having people work from home. Another reason why Mark Benioff has been working from home is because people are afraid to go out here. They're safer at home. Okay, that's another reason why people don't want to go out to work here. They'd rather just stay at home. They got used to it. And now with crime being so bad, they'd rather not venture out. They'd rather not take public transportation like BART and Muni in order to get to work. Yeah, every everyone in the, everyone in this country that calls themselves a socialist wants to make more money. That shows how much of a socialist they are. Um, so, 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 so you have people like a breed trying to cling to her ideology or the ideology of her voters, which is socialism. But none of them are practicing socialists. They just they they, they like to talk the talk. They like to, to to sound trendy, whatever whatever they think it's virtue signaling, you know, to to distribute wealth. But will they ever distribute their own wealth? No. It's 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 a really it's a really like once again we've got really strange chaotic uh, interactions that are going on between human beings um, these days and it has a lot to do with their digital technology there's something that's causing and I, I am damn sure it's digital technology that's causing chaos that's causing chaos that rubs through the fabric of our society so you have somebody an example of that is what you're talking about right now you, every, everyone knows that companies are going to get up and leave if it is not profitable for them to be in where they are and it's more profitable for them to be someplace else, they're going to do it. Right, of course. How could you blame them? I mean, that, exactly. You can't blame them. No one can blame them. And, and all those people like and people like like uh, breed, 
they would do the exact same thing. And, and she will do the exact same thing if, if she, if, if her political light isn't snuffed out, which it oh, could I very well be, and, and she goes on to, to oh. bigger things, yeah. oh. she'll, she'll do the same oh. thing. She'll pack up and leave. Forbid you, you uh, hold your mouth, hold your words. That's disgusting to think she's <laughs> well, you know what? But she's actually very happy because she's the highest paid mayor. She makes more money as mayor as many people make, a, many politicians make a senator. Wait, she does. She makes more money yeah. than senator work, and she probably makes more money than many governors make. She makes more, she makes over she makes more, she makes, she makes, <laughs> she makes as much money as a physician that's been in private practice for or in, in practice for 20 years, exactly. So what, yeah. where does she want to go? First of all, she could not look. It's just like Newsom. He's not going to be president. The only the highest office Newsom can get would be senator from California. That's it. He's not. If you take his vote outside of California nationwide, he's not winning. And she's not. Well, I, I certainly I certainly hope that remains the case. Well, it is. Um, it will remain the case. They, they, have, they need to. I Look, the fact of the matter is that she. This is one of the few places, a Democrat city, a Democrat stronghold like San Francisco, New Orleans, Chicago. These are the only places that the people who were mayors of those cities, the women or mayors of those cities could be elected. OK, because of identity politics. So that, believe me, they're all very, very appreciative of what they have because they could not get elected by an electorate that's not just interested in, um, you know, affirmative action politicians, affirmative action hires, identity politics hires. So. You know, sometimes, you know, you get too big for your britches, which I'm hoping Newsom wants. I ho- I'm hoping Newsom gets too big for his britches and runs against Ron DeSantis in 2024. That's my hope, because as you said, the words you used, his political career will then be snuffed out. Yeah. Yeah. So so Bree knows she's full of shit talking the way she's talking about uh, people packing up and leave. Of course they're going to. Um, but um yeah, my, my message for, for for tonight was was basically that um, digital technology is screwing with with our society in in really profound ways, and we really don't understand what it's doing at at this point to us. It's creating lots of chaos, and it's giving people with lots and lots of wealth opportunity to control us. And and creating chaos is a great environment in which to create create control. Um, that's that's everyone knows that that, that is the, those are the, the situations in which the most profound control is, has been implemented um, throughout history. So so we've got we've got something to deal with here. We've got this big that that's looming over so many issues, um, whether it's COVID, whether it's um, uh, um, the identity politics that are being played out. This stuff is just driven by 24 hour a day digital technology slamming us with information that we don't really even want. Yeah, there's, there's so much noise out there. I mean, that's, that's the problem with all this. There's so much noise out there. There really is that people don't know. I mean, they just don't know fact from fiction anymore. They don't know right from wrong anymore. I mean, I, yeah. it, it's, it's overload. It's, it's information overload is what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and and the problem is that if you look on most of these news feeds, the news feeds I have are all clickbait stuff. They, and I've stopped clicking. I know I just know from the headline, the heading, they're all clickbait stuff. You know, they'll they'll the, the headlines will be, you know, these big pompous, you know, hyperbolic headlines. And the, when you go into the article, it has nothing to do with the headline, <laughs> you know. So we know that ha- that's happening more and more now. People just want to get clicks. They just want to get click throughs. They want to get views, you know, so. You know, it's, it's almost as if I, if I, I mean, 
I the, the heading of my show is accurate, right? I talked about the CDC. I talked about Republicans getting a gift. I talked about take. So it's actually accurate. But I could have put something as a headline is that, that was totally out there, like Nancy Pelosi says. Nancy Pelosi says the most racist thing ever, and people are like, "Oh, Mike has this information about Nancy Pelosi." Then I come on and say something that's totally milk toast. That's what a lot of what's going on on social media and these news feeds. And the, the problem is everyone and their mother is like a news agency now, right? I'm seeing all these, like, if I, if I, if I go through my feed now as I'm on the air here, it's like all these different things. I've never heard them anymore, whether it's even sports, things like the spun, fan-sided, mirror, all these. <laughs> I've never heard of these places before. Yeah. So they, they're popping up, these, these, these like, uh, fly-by-night, quote-unquote, news agencies are popping up, and it's all garbage. It's all people. It's like it's all like 18 or 19-year-olds sitting by their computers creating these things just to get hits and advertising dollars. Yeah, you know, it's creating, it's, it's creating yeah. as you said, tons of noise, tons of chaos. And, and, and then in that milieu of chaos, those with tremendous power and wealth have tremendous opportunity to control us. And that is that is exactly the formula that has been used to control us with respect to COVID and all the nonsense that has to do with gender. I mean, come, I mean, this is this is just. Can you fathom that anyone would be having such a discussion as these gender discussions that are going on? Even five years ago, could you fathom that? No, no. <laughs> and it's it, it, yeah, we're living we're living in a very very strange time, and I don't think. Even those who are attempting to control us by creating this this chaos and by stepping in with control of our social media spheres, um, even they they don't understand it. That they're they're playing with fire. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, you know, and and I think that you know, I, I, at some point, this has to burn itself out. Wouldn't you think? I mean, some yeah, I, I think I think that's what's going to happen. That's that's a good way to put it. Um, I think um, it it will, in in some respect, burn itself out, just like the the uh, hysteria of COVID. Um, there's a lot a lot of this stuff that gets um, that gets um, ignited on social media. It, it does. It catches fire. It's like it's like a wildfire, and it burns across the entire planet. And yeah, eventually. It's just going to it's going to it's going to die out. But but then there'll be another fire right behind it. And, and so I think after people see enough of these fires, they're going to say, hey, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I hope so. Hope you're, Daniel, thanks for the call. I hope so. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it. We're learning. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want to Michael Schellenberg, you know, he wrote San Francisco. And uh, it's called San Francisco, San Francisco, Why Progressives Ruin Cities. And he tweeted today, everything I write about in San Francisco applies to Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, L.A., other cities that embrace radical harm reduction slash housing first. Um, that's not just my opinion. That's what hundreds of people in those cities have told me. So, yes, it's 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 a it's a this is a like a disease that has spread through Democrat run cities. OK, it's a disease. They're all sickos. They're all sicko cities, whether it's Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. Obviously, the title works wonderfully for San Francisco and, uh, you know, Chicago, New Orleans. They're all run by basically crazy leftists who really are only interested in power and money. We've, we see that in L.A. With that, with that crazy mayor who took first class and then her reason was a black woman isn't safe and coach. I mean, they're insane. But you can say those insane things when your voters are insane. 
If it was a normal, if it was a normal electorate, if it wasn't a cult, a cultist could say something like that, right? I am the cult leader, and I must fly first class because cult leaders can't fly coach. And the cult people would actually say, yes, master, yes. And so that's what they're doing, these cities. A mayor, a person can say that and get away with it and get reelected because the people who are electing them are just as nuts as they are. Bill, how are you, Bill? Hey, good to hear you and Daniel tonight, Mike. Um, sad news, as usual, what our government's doing, and worse than sad, it's enraging and tragic. Um, I wanted to say I put a bunch of articles again in the uh, live chat. I want to go to that because I, I'm so upset. You know what happens is it's hard to remember. Everything is so dramatic, what I read, you know, it's um, so starting with the first uh, Pfizer knew in their studies that vaccine shedding was real. In other words, then they warned uh, uh, men who had been vaccinated not to be around their wives if they had gotten pregnant because they knew that skin to skin contact could cause shedding and uh, affect uh, the placenta. Um, there's also another study that shows that 80, I misquoted, I said 84%, it's actually 82% of the women who received the vaccine uh, had uh, miscarriages in the second, third trimester. Yeah. I think, weren't we also hearing about like menstruation issues too? Yes. Yeah. 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 A lot of issues, a lot of, a lot of these uh, issues that, that we know were real and got no traction simply because the left-wing media didn't want to give them any traction. They don't want to give traction to any of these stuff, anything you talk about, any of the great links you put in the, in the, in the messages here. They don't want to give any of them traction because it went against their sell the vaccine narrative, sell the vaccine, sell the vaccine, sell the vaccine. Right. It's, like you say, it's, it's more than just a tragedy for society. It's a tragedy for journalism. It's a tragedy. It's, it's such a, it's a deep tragedy, multi-layered tragedy bill oh i agree there's also you know the attorney robert barnes uh, he's representing a whistleblower from pfizer uh, called brooks jackson on the pfizer uh, pfizer trial fraud so that i think that i believe was filed it was either june or july of this year and, and so that's in the process now robert barnes is a great attorney and i put a link into uh that being covered, uh, uh, you know, in a video so people can, and he's speaking, you know, Robert Barnes, so you can hear what he has to say about it. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Then uh, I also, again, entered a link where the reason for the vaccine, the push to get it approved for kids down to six months, like we talked about yesterday, was for permanent waiver liability even after the emergency use authorizations lifted. So for anyone who didn't get it yesterday, it's in the link again. Um, right. So this is what they've done, basically. And once again, um, and more people are actually writing about that. I, I saw a couple of doctors on Twitter today who were making that point, oh, that point you made right. yesterday, which is for indemnity purposes, you know. So, um, but 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 I, it's still, you know, Daniel talks about how, oh, maybe a lot of states won't do it. With this particular vaccine, they won't follow. Well, that would be, an aberration, a welcome aberration, though, from what we've seen over the past three years, which is that many states, mostly run by Democrats, 
do everything. They march in lockstep. In fact, they've said it. We listened to the CDC. They've said it. The White House has said it. The Biden administration has said we follow CDC recommendations. So for the news media to say, oh, the CDC doing this doesn't really mean these are going to be mandated. It's false news is bullshit. It's bullshit. Now, I do hope as Dan- I, 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 I like to be as optimistic as Daniel that with this particular vaccine, a lot of these states won't follow suit the way they usually do. But I don't know. But they, they might. Yeah, that's to be seen. It's scary because there's also a link to an article that there's a PDF one can open where um, as each uh, dose of the vaccine is applied, the myocarditis rate doubles with each dose. So the, these people who are getting three, four doses, you see the vaccine, uh, the myocarditis rate climbs dramatically with every dose. And that they're not aware of that. They're not being told that. You know what I mean? That was based on a British study. So that that's in the the links. And um, then the, the first Pfizer dump of uh, documents that was required by the court, the 10,000 pages, was a, a study of 42,000 people where um, there was 1,200, over 1,200 deaths. Now, which were related to the vaccine, which weren't. The, 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 it's, it's, the point is that P- Dr. Peter McCullough with American Frontline Doctors, who's been on panels before, uh, you know, uh, safety panels and things of that nature, he's a, he's a cardiologist who has over 600 peer-reviewed papers. He said, normally, when we see a, a vaccine that causes 25 deaths, we pull it. He said, right. this yes, absolutely. In, in so, the past, in, in, the, in, yeah, the, in the past, past yes. Yes. So where's the the precedent is set, and they just it, it, this looks like I mean how can it be anything but a genocide when they see these numbers and they bury it, Pfizer and then the news buries it. It's like I don't know what else to think. I mean this is this is this is crimes against humanity that I mean it's shocking, isn't it? I mean and then. Billions and billions of people have been vaccinated, and how many have really died? And how many? The uh, we know the VAERS reporting system only, according to the uh, Harvard Pilgrim study, only one uh, percent of in the past the vaccine adverse events or even made it to that system. Some say maybe ten percent during this situation, but still, that's if there's thirteen, fourteen thousand deaths recorded on VAERS in this country, and it's you know, only one to ten percent of the actual incidents. Then there's a lot of people who are dying from heart attacks, strokes, blood clots that aren't that's not being reported. Right, exactly. Like you said, you said that, that's what they the point they've made. They need to really extrapolate, right? In other words, yeah. if there are ten people, you know, reporting it, it could be a hundred. It's actually a hundred people. So that's right. the whole idea of it saying it's, you know, it's 10 times the amount or whatever times the amount, because that's right. normally the percentage that reports the VAERS. You know, so the fact of the matter is, though, the problem we have here is that doctors were not honest from day one, and now there are cover-ups when it comes to deaths, and we're seeing more and more yeah. now stories. I've never seen so many stories of young people dying, okay? Oh, 40-year-old right. dying. Forty. We just saw another soccer players dying. This one, the musician, 40-year-old musician dropping dead on stage. But they oh, can just simply say, oh, well, I mean, like for every young person that dies where it may have to do with the COVID vaccine, they'll just say, well, life isn't fair. <laughs> people, young people die. It happens. You know, so that's the whole thing. And they knew that they knew they could yeah. just do that. 
you know? Yeah. Now we have sudden adult death syndrome, not just sudden infant death. Now we have sudden adult death. And it's like people are so numbed, you know, that the max, uh, what is it, mass formation psychosis that uh, Dr. Malone talked about. It, it, it's like they can't reach them now. You know what I mean? They're yeah. trying to, it's, it's like as if when they, when I try to explain this to people, other than folks on calling and people when I, I got kicked off fake, fake book for citing these things, of fake course, book. Fake book. You know? with yes. their fake checkers, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and, the uh, fact checkers are just that's ridiculous. Anything that Mark Zuckerberg is fact checking, anyone that works for him, any agency that's connected in this fact checking is full of shit, please. No, actually, the court decided they can't be sued. It's not actionable to be sued to sue their fact checkers. Uh, John Stossel tried and because they discredited him and he, he was trying to sue them for defamation. And the court decided that the fact checkers are just, they work, it's, it's opinion. Yeah, it should you know, be able to take opinion. a minute grains of salt. That's all, exactly. Of course it's opinion. But they don't push themselves off as opinion. And so no. many people who aren't like you and I and don't have critical thinking abilities believe everything the fact checkers say is real. These are re experts. Bill, they're expert. They're expert fact checkers. What the hell is a fact? You ever, yeah, does anyone go to college for fact checking? My my expert. My degree is in fact checking. <laughs> well, they're not doctors who are fact checking the doctors, for example. I mean, yeah, if they were, not, no, the, no, yeah, Bill, there's some twenty year old nerd that works yeah. with Dr. Zuckerberg who says, wait a minute, this isn't, the Democrats aren't saying this, it's false. If the Democrats aren't saying it, it's, it's fake news, right? We have to fact check that. Do the, Democrat, do the Democrats uh, agree with that? No? Okay, it's fake news. Oh, come on. It's ridiculous. That part is laughable, but it's it, it, it's just so tragic. It, 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 and it, uh, I've lost yeah, friends. You know, Rand Paul said, Rand Paul on Twitter today, by the way, I, I always want to give Rand Paul credit because he's one of the few politicians who have been on the right side of history for the last three years. He said the CDC is the same committee that approved booster vaccines for children, despite mm. zero evidence that COVID boosters reduce transmission, hospitalization, or death among children. Absolutely appalling. So yeah. Grand Paul has been on the right side of this from yeah. day one. So I, wa I want to give him credit because I, 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 you know, I bash so many politicians because they, they, they deserve it. But I do want to give Rand Paul credit for being really the one who has been on this from day one and the only one who's made Fauci sweat at all, right? Well, who was the other one that you were thinking? You said there were two? Did I say two? Oh, well, Senator Ron Johnson's been holding hearings. Oh, Ron Johnson's been good. Ted, yeah. Ted Cruz has said some things, but I mean, Rand Paul, obviously. Yeah, I guess you can, t Ron Johnson and Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, because... He brought Dr. Malone and the frontline critical care doctors, American frontline doctors, into hearings of vaccine injured, the parents of vaccine injured, those who had lost their life. He had multiple hearings on this um, that weren't even covered by the mainstream media. One of the hearings went on for five and a half hours, best of my recollection, the mainstream media. Yeah, they, won't, they won't cover that, but they'll cover the January 6th committee, right? It's they'll put, crazy. They'll put, that in, they'll put that in prime time. By the way, as we're talking about COVID and how it doesn't affect, how it affects children or doesn't affect children. Do you know what really does? And I know, once again, I know I'm talking to, I'm preaching to the choir here, but something that's really affecting children is fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. Yeah. And of course, Democrats don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about something fake, 
like COVID when it comes to children, but they won't talk about what's really affecting young people, which is fentanyl poisoning. And it's not, by the way, it's not, once again, we need to really talk about this the right way. Just the way it wasn't COVID that caused all these issues, it was COVID mandates and policies. It's not fentanyl overdose, it's fentanyl poisoning. Yeah. Kids are being poisoned. They don't even know they're taking it. That's poison. That's poison. Oh, when you say they don't know they're taking it, I'm, did I miss something in the news? What, what well, happened? fentanyl, yes, because it's, it's, it's being put in pills that, you know, kids think it's a different kind of pill and fentanyl is being oh. put. Right. So they don't, not, a, lot of, a lot of young kids aren't taking fentanyl. We're seeing 14, 15-year-old kids who are taking, they think it's something that might keep them up, right? They might think it's something else. They might think it's Ritalin. They might, and it's got fentanyl in it. It's fake. They obviously got it not through the, the right channels, the proper channels, mm-hmm. and it ends up poisoning them. So they don't even know what yeah. they're taking. And they take yeah. one pill and it kills them. What, 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 what drug out there, if you take one pill, it kills you? This is poison. It's not overdosing. It's poison. And yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. of the matter is Democrats don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it because they don't no. want to talk about anything real, Bill. They don't want to talk about anything that's actually real. They want to talk about all this fake stuff. Well, it's, uh, I don't know what else to say. There's, there's news there. The problem is people are so busy working multiple jobs because of the, you know, the cost of housing that's gone up thousands and thousands of percent uh in the last since the 60s my own parents house went up three thousand percent oh that's terrible you know? that's awful and that's awful. uh yeah so the people are working 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 they catch a little news here and there you know they're used to their three big three you know mainstream media options and they think all these alternative platforms well plus the, ma- the mainstream media and the politicians attack the alternative platforms as, you know, social media disinformation. And so this is this, the, uh, the paradigm, isn't it? I mean, uh, how do you break people out of that? Um, when I try and break through to these folks who are my friends and relatives, they just put me in the same category as all the social media nuts. Do you see what I mean? So I, how do I break through? Yeah, that's, but but I think when people do that, Bill, they don't they don't want to know the truth. See what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's it's very easy to just put people into a box and say, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a Trumper," yeah, because they don't want debate. Because it, usually people who don't want debate, like we see politicians running for office now who don't want debates, is because they can't defend their policies. Right. They right. can't defend their beliefs. They don't want to debate. They rather just put phony ads up there to to fool people, you know. But they they don't want to debate the issues because they're on the wrong side of the issues. So if you're on the wrong mm-hmm. side of the issues, you're going to lose votes and they don't want to do that. So we're seeing that from many Democratic politicians like John Fetterman, you know, who wants to give Oz a what ridiculous one hour debate a few days before Election Day when early voting has been going on for a month. And he's got to use some ridiculous closed captioning system, which is going to take up half the debate. It's ridiculous. You know, he's not debating because he's a moron and he can't he can't he cannot defend his views no. even before he had the stroke. Even before. Uh, you know, this is so that, tragic. Yeah, this so is... I, I say, Bill, you just, I think at some point you have to just forget those people. And I think that time actually passed a while back. Yeah. Because, well, I... Bill, the truth is out there, right? The truth is out there if people want to seek it. Hopefully, you know, some will come along in their life that's closer to them in their personal sphere than me. And God forbid, one of their relatives. But even when people have died they they're told by the doctors you know uh, oh they had a heart attack i mean and no connection to the vaccine so 
they don't think of it that way. You know, they couldn't imagine, you know, this is what happened to my friend when he died to talk to his parents. Said, oh, well, I don't know. He had no heart issues, Bill. I said, I know he had no heart issues. He was down to his high school weight. Did he get the vaccine? Yeah, he got both. And I was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make the parents feel any worse. Do you follow me? So I was yeah. like, well, well, just really sorry to hear that, you know. Uh, did you hear anything about the vaccine? Oh, yes, we all got it, you know. So what am I going to say? You know what I mean? At that yeah, point. Well, yeah, just don't, uh, you know, it's just, if, if people still, by the way, Bill, as I think I mentioned this yesterday, if people are still talking about this at all, I, I don't want to deal with these people. I mean, if people are still like, obsessed over masks or obsessed over covid or who's got the vaccine oh, yeah. doesn't you got the booster you have boost number seven did you get boost number eight if, if people are still into this i don't want to talk i don't want to have anything to do with those people i don't want to have dinner with them i don't want to be friends with them i don't want to discuss anything with them okay these people are not worth associating with they're not if you're still obsessed over if, if you if this is all you can talk about when you're having dinner with somebody or on a you know it's 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 insane at some point you have to just shut up and move on yeah, I guess it says in the Gospels that he has here who has ears, let them hear. And didn't Jesus say he didn't come to bring peace but a sword? And I guess we're in those times, you know, it really looks that way. Yeah, the um, it's in Revelations the Euphrates River is you know, once uh, when it dries up, that uh, the wars will come from the east and attack. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know anything about the prophecy of the Euphrates River. Um, but, I, don't, uh, I don't know much about the Bible. I'm not a Bible guy, but oh, but well, I, you... when I was younger, when I was younger, and I, I just I'm thinking about this now. You're bringing this back. I, I had a friend who was very much into it, not necessarily a religious person, but someone who's just into the Bible, and um, as, as a book, and uh, really got me into the Book of Revelations. Yes, and I said, oh my God, because he would say he, he would say, look at what was written here, and, and it happened, mm -hmm. right? Look at what was yeah. prophesied. All these you know, all these uh, uh, centuries ago when it happened, mm -hmm. these things have happened. And I go, holy shit, they did, you know. And then and then we try to, like, figure out it was fun to look at, like, they would say someone with this name or this 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 kind of name is going to do something in the future. And you're trying to make the connections. It's, it's kind of fun, even if you're not really into that kind of thing. And I kind of got into the book. Who was that guy? I don't know if you there was a guy who was on television all the time. And he was a, he was like a. Uh, a religious guy, but his big thing was the Book of Revelations. Do you know who I'm talking about? You know, I don't because I lived for well, about 10 years without a TV. I kind of checked out I, from the TV. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll, I'll have to talk about it another show. But there, there's a guy who did a show. And it was just, you know, one hour, like, religious show. Kind of like a James Baker kind of a thing. But the guy wasn't, you know, corrupt like James Baker. His thing was the Book of Revelations. That was his thing. And he, And this, you know, this was like a weekly show on television back in the... 80s yeah I'm thinking 80, 80s and 90s 80s and 90s i cannot think of his name but he was great billy graham, billy graham or no 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 no. it's not one of the more popular guys oh okay but i'll look it up but anyway i did get into that for a while for a while well you know okay, what hey, you want, go make your i'm sorry what was your point about uh, that? revelations <laughs> 18 i think it's 29 all the nations will be deceived by pharmacia all the nations will be seized by, or sorcery, depending on which version you read. But pharmakia, of course, is from pharmakia. The, um, and uh, then um, 
Well, you you could look at these you could look at these people as prophets or just very smart people. You know, you know what? There are some people who know how to learn from history, and people who learn from history tend to know how to write things that are going to happen in the future simply because they know history is repeated all the time. You know, so a lot of that can be true about this. Also, it doesn't have to be sorcery. You know, and uh, and I think that. But my question to you is, what when is the when is the horseman thing going to happen? It seems like. Well, we're Closer and closer to that. Well, yeah. Well, this is this is it. I mentioned the Euphrates. When the Euphrates dries up and they have a severe drought through Syria, where it's 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 dried up dramatically, dramatically. It has. Yeah. Yeah. That at that point, um, there'll be dark angels that have been chained under the Euphrates. I can't remember. It's three. We're not talking four horsemen now. We're talking. I'm talking a different thing. Right. Right. That they'll be released. And bring uh, death to one third the population. That's the, the, now we'll see what happens. But that's all about the, the drought and the dry up of the Euphrates. It's 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 in Revelations. And uh, as far as the four horsemen, uh, you have let's see the conqueror. Some say pestilence is the first horseman. Then there's war, uh, famine. Well, and, it's all, uh, the horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Right, the four horsemen Especially the, the end of times as we know it, the beginning of right. times, right? So, look, I mean, all this stuff is really interesting. And once again, if we only had more people out there who really understood history, and if you understand what is it called, what's past is prologue, right? If you understand mm-hmm. what's happened in the past, you really can. You don't have to be clairvoyant to know what's going to happen because humans continue to repeat the same the same mistakes over and over again. And I just think that is one point that I've made many times on this show is that we need to have a historical document of what's happened over the last three years. We cannot, we, Bill, you, myself, Daniel, everyone listens to the show, everyone out there who believes in this, we cannot let this slip by, right? We can't let this slip by and then it not be documented what these people have done and what they continue to do. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I I was just reading what Dave said. You can't be credible until you've been banned from Facebook. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. Three or four times. Hey, I've I've had I've had uh, I've had maybe two or three. Let's see, I've had maybe two or three Facebook suspensions. I've had about five Twitter suspensions. Yeah. And all of them, none of them. Once again, I don't believe in suspensions and cancellations anyway. I think people should be able to say what they want. The only line I draw is like violent threats towards towards specific people. But mm-hmm. uh, other than violent threats towards specific people, no, uh, no. everything should be allowed. And if people don't like it, they can block someone. But everything I've any, anything I've been suspended for, I should not have been suspended for. It was all bullshit. Right. It was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. I know. That's how it is. I even got suspended from Telegram. Somebody must have complained in one of the chats I was reading. Well, this happened to me a few times on the TikTok, where I'll put simply a video, like a two-minute video of me talking. So a two-minute video of anyone talking, obviously the person's probably giving you an opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Some of it might be based in fact, but mostly it's an opinion. Someone talking Mm -hmm. into a phone is an opinion, okay, by nature. And I would get these things where, you know, we had to take this video down because it was – it was, uh, goes against our community standards. You're threatening people, mm-hmm. threatening, threatening people. And it could be something to the effect of, you know, Gavin Newsom is, is, you know, the things I say about Gavin Newsom, things I say about London Breed and Joe Biden. So what? They're public figures. 
They're public mm-hmm. figures. <laughs> you know, and it, it's so idiotic. But the, the problem is the system, there is no rhyme and reason to the system. Okay, they seem to have communities. It's all robots. It's all automated. It's not mm-hmm. actual people. It's not actual people with common sense looking at these things. It's robots. And they'll pick up on a term or phrase and say, uh-oh, we got to flag that. That's the problem. And once again, my only hope is that, uh, is that Elon Musk can change that, at least at, at Twitter, right? That culture, that culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's pretty sad when we're talking about free speech and vaccines and stuff that we get banned from social media. That's absolutely insane. You know, it's holy smokes. <laughs> well, but the the Democratic Party has used, and you know, big pharma, big government, they've used the social media to assist them in their narrative. That's what they've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they right, knew that they knew this going into this bill. They knew going into this, they had to control social media, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Big Pharma sponsored by Pharma. It's sponsored by Pfizer. We see it all the time. So. Well, like, like I've said many times, the big tech, big government, yeah. Yeah. big media, big pharma, all basically in cahoots with each other. That, that's oh, yeah. what we've seen over the last three years. And it's a full court press. That's why, you know, you and I, I get mad at people all the time for being naive and lemmings and submissive. But that's a very, we have to admit, Bill, that's a very powerful full court press, isn't it? Those four institutions. We're talking a lot of money, a lot of power, a lot of ability to mind control. So... It's uh, it, those those four forces together combined are very hard to go up against. Yeah, well, I think is that we have five five companies controlling the media today, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's down to five, and then it's even the same for the food industry that it's five or six big companies, you know, different branding, but they're all subsidiaries. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's just everything's. Uh, Corporate, well, corporate capture, um, uh, really running the government. Um, and I'm not so sure. I mean, you've heard of the Hegelian dialectic, perhaps, where, you know, it's really a play. It's a, it's a psyop in a sense that whether it's right or left wing, they're both part of the same bird, you know, for the most part. And you get some outliers and obviously, uh, uh, who are fighting like, uh, well, Rand Paul's a libertarian, I believe, but Ron Johnson's Republican. Do you follow well, Rand me? Paul, I think, is a libertarian at heart, but he, yeah. he's a Republican now. You know, to, he ran as a Republican. I mean, he's in part of the Republican Party. You know? Oh, he is? Yes. Okay. He's not, he's not a libertarian technically, because I guess he realized he had to run as a Republican to win election. So. Yeah, 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 that's right. And there's another fellow who, who's the same way, who called for a count on... Uh, you know, a, a vote count where uh, people were called uh, on force to vote to whether and who they were. I mean, to actually give their names. That that ended up being an oral yay or nay thing. Where I remember that now. There was yeah, I can't remember his name. He was another Republican but libertarian. But uh, so yeah, there's, there's and uh, but both parties are corporate captured and and financed, of course, by the same. Uh, conglomerates, transnational corporations. It's just uh, if we can get the vaccine, uh, boy, I'd sure like to see 
uh, Pfizer uh, thwarted and uh, for liability, for them to be held liable and criminally, all these parties. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I mean, this will play out. It'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Once again, and the only chance we have at seeing that happen is if Republicans win. There's no way it's going to happen if Democrats win. So that's true. Absolutely. So people need to understand if Democrats win, all this will be pushed under the carpet, under the carpet, because, you know, we can't take another two years of silence and this is just going to go away and they'll be able to get away with everything they've done. So we need hearings in January. It It must happen now. Strike while the iron's hot. And vote for Republicans. I mean, that's the only option at this point as far as to have any kind of accountability um, for this whatsoever. And if these parties like Fauci and other people and these 15 morons at the CDC, and if they've got nothing to hide, if everything they did was above board and right, why would they be afraid? Why would they wouldn't they be proud of going in front of Congress? No, of course, but we know mm-hmm. that they're afraid of going in front of Congress because they're going to get caught. OK, the American public are finally you know, the, the curtain's going to be revealed and Oz will be revealed because they know what they did was nefarious. They know what they did was wrong. They know what they did was evil. They know what they did was bad. And they're, they're afraid to be called on the carpet for it. I mean, if, if I do something and I do it, you know, and I'm honest about it and uh, it's what I believe and I believe it's right and I believe it's going to help people, I am, I am more than happy to go in front of Congress or to go from the Senate, the House, in front of a judge, in front of a jury and say, this is what I did. I'm proud of it. These people aren't. They know. They know what they've done. So that's why they don't want Republicans to win. They don't want these hearings to happen. Yeah, I sure hope they do. And they're held accountable. Exactly. Bill, thanks for the call. I appreciate it as always. Thanks, man. Thank Thank you, you, Mike and Daniel. Good night. Of Of course. And as usual, Bill puts very important links And you can go into the messages section and see all the links he has put in about the vaccines. If you're interested in actual, actual information about the vaccines, Bill put about five or six more, a lot of of links in there today. And it's a lot of good reading um, if you want the truth about what's what's been going on. Um, But we know what the truth is. We know these vaccines never stopped the spread. They were never tested to stop the spread. We were lied about it. They lied about it. They lied about it. They lied about it. And... Only, only in the current state of things could they continue to do this to what the CDC did today. Only in America, unfortunately, could an agency, I believe only in America, I don't know, I haven't lived in Europe, but uh, can an agency of 15 people do this to protect themselves and their friends at Big Pharma from being sued? Which is why they did it to protect themselves and their friends at Big Pharma, to protect Big Pharma, Pfizer, Moderna. So what happened to Johnson & Johnson? Remember that shit vaccine? Johnson Johnson with their, oh, you, you can only need, remember what, what happened to that? Did that story just go away? What happened to the great, jo- what happened to the great Johnson & Johnson one shot? The one-off. You don't need two, just one. One works. What happened? Well, I think what happened was blood clots happened. Remember blood clots happened and they had to pull it? And then they came, the, the fake news media came up with the story that, oh, it's only a few people, but they, they, want, they don't want to take any chances. It's only a few people. Yeah. What happened to that vaccine? What happened to the great Johnson Johnson vaccine, which, by the way, is the original vaccine that London Breed on Mayor here in San Francisco got. She was always uh, so proud of getting the one shot. And she was recommending that. She was recommending other people get the one shot. So you don't got to get two so you can get blood clots. This is what the mayor of San Francisco was saying. Did she ever apologize for that? 
Does she ever apologize for recommending a vaccine that gives you blood clots and can kill you? Of course not. But don't worry, she'll win again because she's the right gender and the right race here in San Francisco. Oh, well, that was a good show. It was a good show. Who called? Bill and Daniel. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, I think tomorrow we're going to talk maybe more about. Uh, oh, well, I did want to mention. I'll just this will be a tease. A couple of teases. One uh, over in Ohio, Tim Ryan uh, versus J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance destroyed him, destroyed him at the debate. I have a couple of clips of that. We'll talk about that. Uh, Tim Ryan, another guy like John Fetterman. The only reason why these people have a shot of winning is because the left wing media made them somebody. I mean, Tim Ryan's a nobody from Ohio. John Fetterman is a guy whose mayor made a, a buck fifty a month, lived with his parents or, or, until he was fifty, and but the left wing media wanted to make him something, so the left wing media made him something, which is why he can run for Senate. Um, and John, <laughs> we talked about the fact that he's only giving one debate, and recently he had this interview with uh, with a reporter, a journalist, and you may have seen it, where he's reading off the closed captioning, right? She's reading him questions because he's having an issue of understanding verbally, but he can read. So he's doing this closed caption thing. And uh, she just reported that before the, the, her, her, before the closed caption session, they had just a little, they were just doing small talk. And he was having some problems understanding her small talk without the closed captioning. And as a reporter, she made the mistake, this poor woman made the mistake of doing her job and reporting to the public, reporting to the voters of Pennsylvania, actual facts about John Fetterman, okay? God forbid, you cannot do your job anymore. You need to, the narrative, the narrative, the narrative. And so she came out and said, reported the truth. And now everyone's on her case saying she should apologize for reporting the facts. That that doesn't matter that he couldn't understand her. It doesn't matter. Um, and she never should have mentioned that. And Fetterman's wife or girlfriend, whatever she is, wife came out and said, oh, this is terrible. You know, it's such bullshit. And once again, it's 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 that full court press of the left wing fake news, Democrat owned media trying to take down an actual real journalist because they're fake journalists. You see, they're not real. They're fake. They're fake. They're social activists. They're activists disguised as journalists. So God forbid one real journalist does her job. Got to got to get rid of her. Right. So there's that. And there's also, um, yeah, there's the J.D. Vance thing. And, you know, and Tim Ryan. But uh, it's just it's just truly amazing. It's just truly amazing that we live in a, in a in a country where a Joe Biden can be president of the United States and a John Fetterman can actually become a senator. It's just it, to me, it's it's shocking. It's shocking and appalling. But I'm shocked and appalled easily, I guess. All right. Well, m- more tomorrow. We'll get into that tomorrow. Some other stuff. I'll play the J.D. Vance clips. Uh, the J.D. Vance, uh, Tim Ryan debate clips, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk more. Uh, thanks for a spirited show. The name of the show is Unless We Heard, and it airs Monday night through Friday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, okay? Uh, so 7 a.m. over in London, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. London time, Monday night through Friday night, and let's be heard. My name is Mike Pichopoli, and remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Early voting has started. Get out there and vote for Republicans. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you right back here 
tomorrow night.